Welcome to the Wedding and Event Podcast, videographer turned author. I'm Elizabeth Sherry. Today, I have the pleasure to interview an industry professional that has captured more than a thousand weddings. All of her unique and amazing experiences have inspired her to write a book, I Do, 15 Years of Wedding Misadventure. Um, I've been to 1,403 weddings in my life. Oh boy, I have seen things. I have seen a lot of things. And, you know, running the gamut of, wow, this is incredible to, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So. <laughs> Stories like these are one of many hilarious tales shared in her fabulous book. I'm excited to welcome to the show, Kirsten Hall, previously of I Do Productions Wedding Videography, and now author of I Do 15 Years of Wedding Misadventures. We are excited to have you, and I loved, loved, loved reading your book. And so here's what I want to tell you about your book, is that I don't get to read books often. I'm a mom, so reading is not, not a, a privilege I get to have. So this was really great, easy read, and I recommend it for a lot of our listeners here. But I would love to ask you some questions about your book, and then even into your experience today. Oh, sure. Great. Well, let's just dive right in. Um, so tell us a little bit about what inspired you to write this book, I Do, and then 15 Years of Wedding Misadventures, and then tell us um, about a little bit about your book, too. Okay. Um, we started I Do Productions back in, at the end of 1990. Oh my gosh, that was a long time ago, but <laughs> yeah, 1990 through 2006, into 2006. And um, basically 15 years of, of most of it. But during that time, you know, I went to a lot of weddings. We did an average of, of around 100 weddings a year. Um, I've been to 1,403 weddings in my life. Oh boy, I have seen things. I have seen a lot of things. And, you know, running the gamut of, wow, this is incredible to, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So... <laughs> And, but every wedding we went to, um, we, we would have people tell us, oh, you know, say to us, oh, you must go to so many weddings and, and you must have some really incredible, exciting stories and wow. And it'd be like, well, yeah, I do. And then people would say, well, you should write a book. And I'll be like, when, when I have time, I'll do that. <laughs> well, it occurred to me in August of 05, um, we knew we were wrapping up on, uh, weddings, you know, we were, we weren't taking any more weddings. We just shot the ones that we had already booked for 06. But in August of 05, I sat down one day and thought, you know, I'm going to get older and I'm going to start forgetting things. Mm -hmm. And I have seen some incredible things and I really should write a book. So I sat down and I made an outline, uh, basically running the way a wedding is put together from the time that you get engaged to the prenuptial parties to the the practice dinner the night before through the whole wedding day and I made an outline and then I put in all of my uh, memories that I wanted to include there are some memories that I did not include I you know but um, I put that together and then I just wrote the story and um, yeah there's I don't know I'd, I'd, I've never counted how many different stories are in there, but um, there's a little tidbit of every story. There's at least a paragraph or two of every story, and the book is about 250 pages long. And that's so, yeah, that's how I did that. And, and now I read the book, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I completely forgot about that. A so it's like a journal or a diary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now I'm like really thinking, 
thankfully I was smart enough to write this down back in 2005. And in reality, it was a brain dump. I wrote the book in 28 days. I mean, I just yeah. got into it. And I just went, okay, we're going to, I've seen a lot. So yeah. Absolutely. When you're in the motions of it and you're doing something and did do something that I think a lot of us are all like, oh yeah, we need to write that down. Cause when I, I would do a similar amount of weddings back in the day, I'm more into corporate planning now, but the uh, weddings that I would do, I remember just having great stories to tell my friends. And every time I'd meet up with them after a wedding or an event, like what happened today? And it's like, well, uh -huh. you will never believe. So I, <laughs> I admire you for writing this down because I'm sure a lot of those you will never believe stories that I shared with my friends are just out of my brain at this point. Mm -hmm. So well done. And, and so tell me, I mean, I know it's like maybe picking a favorite child, but <laughs> um, what is your favorite story or wedding that you share in the book? All right. Back in, oh, probably February of two, no, gosh, not even 2006, 1996. Oh my gosh. Blast <laughs> from the past. Okay. We were at a bridal show. And now I will preface this with uh, most often people would book us anywhere usually up to up to 36 37 months in advance um mm. people you know i mean people come up and go hey are you available you know three years from now on this date in september and i'm like i don't even think calendars have been made but okay sure <laughs> so um yeah this uh uh bride-to-be and her entourage literally an entourage i think she fought, had like 14 people following her um came up to our booth at a february 1996 wedding show and she said um hi do you travel and i'm thinking you know at the time we were living um where were we living that's a good question no, my God. Oh, yeah, 1996. I'm getting, sorry, I'm getting 2006 <laughs> confused. Okay, 1996. We lived in Chanhassen at the time. And um, yeah, I was like, yeah, sure. I was thinking like St. Cloud or, you know, Hinkley or into Wisconsin or something. I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll travel. And she's like, okay. And she wanders away. And we're like, okay. And she comes back about 10, 15 minutes later with her whole entourage. And she says, okay, are you. Um, so you're willing to travel? I said, we're willing to travel. She goes, okay, I'm getting married at Walt Disney World. Now a word from our sponsor. Janine Marie Photography is well known here in the Twin Cities for her wedding and event photography. She is also the owner of Block Portrait Studios, which is located in St. Paul, Minnesota, which specializes in creating joyful homes through portrait art. She and her talented team are passionate about discovering what means most to you about your family. They will design a session experience to create the perfect memory that you're gonna to wanna to showcase. Reach out to them to set up a discovery call. They'll take the time to interview you and your family and uncover the moments that mean the most. They will guide you through every step of the way and guarantee that you will leave with a warm heart and treasured art to appreciate through life. Visit Block Portrait Studios at blockstudios.com. And now back to our show. And she says, okay, are you, um, so you're willing to travel. I said, we're willing to travel. She goes, okay, I'm getting married at Walt Disney World. I'm like, 
oh, we are so on it. But as soon as I said that, I thought, oh, I bet she's going to pick a date for like October or September or June or something like that. And we are already booked by, you know, three years ago for a date. And I said, well, let me back up. What's your date? And she said, Thursday, November 6th. I'm like, oh, we're on it. Here's the contract. Sign yeah. right here. That sounds like a dream client right there. Thank you for yeah. picking a Thursday. And thank you for choosing November. November. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, uh, her family uh, flew. Um, my husband and I did the wedding. And they paid for our airline tickets and three nights stay. Oh, where did we stay? I can't remember where we stayed out there. Um, but one of the, the Disney resorts, they were um, Disney members, you know, so they, they have credits and stuff all out there. But yeah, they flew us and the photographer and the pianist and her mom actually owned a flower shop. So, you know, the flowers were part of the deal. Oh, and sure. um, then all of their relatives went out. But <laughs> the one thing we were running into is, okay, so we did a four camera shoot for them out there. And this was all pre 2001. So you can walk down and load an airplane with cameras and tripods and, and equipment bags sure. and whatever, but coming up to the, the, um, the event, the wedding, we, then we had two, Oh, no, I'm sorry. This was a 1997 wedding. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sorry. But still, November 6th. Okay, 1997. We had two kids at that time. Yeah. And um, we went through the motion of, oh, well, should we just go to Walt Disney World ourselves? And then, you know, then we're like, oh, well, if we go by ourselves and stay a week, then we're bad parents because we left the kids at home. <laughs> So, so, so we wound up taking both kids, uh, one of our kids, uh, one was three and a half years old. And the other one at that time was 10 months old. Oh, wow. So getting onto the airplane with tripods and cameras and equipment bags, which of course is all carry on plus the stroller and the baby seat and the baby paraphernalia and the entertainment bag for the flight. Oh my gosh. Holy monkeys. <laughs> A apologies lot of stuff. To, yeah, apologies to those that are sitting in your section. Pretty oh, much. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, um, okay, so that was that. But um, yeah, the wedding was uh, the bride got ready at the Grand Floridian, um, and she had the uh, and the the groom got ready at the um, oh the villas along the boardwalk there and such. Uh, Cinderella's uh, carriage, her, the glass carriage, came mm -hmm. to pick her and her father up from the Grand Floridian. It had the six white horses with the plumes on top and the red velvet ropes, you know, for the reins and stuff. And it had mm -hmm. a footman and a doorman and, you know, everything. And the red carpet to the front door of the hotel. And she got on there and um, I drove really fast to get over to um, the wedding pavilion and jumped out so I could get the uh, the view of the carriage coming in under the monorail. And I was as I was sitting there filming, I thought to myself, how weird, because normally I'm in Minnesota and, well, you don't normally see monorails going by and palm trees and 
you know, okay. So anyway, so the carriage comes in, drops them off. We did the four, the four camera shoot at the wedding pavilion. And then um, after that, everyone went back to the Grand Floridian for lunch where Mickey and Minnie Mouse came in for a visit and everything, you know, Disney has their, you know, everything is white glove service, you mm -hmm. know, treat their guests with white glove service. Well, I will tell you when you drop about a hundred thousand on a wedding out there, it's uber white glove service. I mean, it was just absolutely impeccable. And I will say if anyone out there ever gets invited to a Walt Disney wedding, clear your calendar, get on a plane <laughs> and get your butt out there because, oh my gosh. And um, yeah, so Grand Floridian stuff. And after that, uh, they had a tour, uh, one of the tour buses come and pick everyone up. And we went out to, um, oh, what is it? This is the Fantasia Gardens is the mini putt. They did the mini putt out there. And um, people, some people went to the park, some went back to the hotel to rest or whatever. And we followed them through Fantasia Gardens, which is, yeah, it's a mini pod. And then we followed them around the Disney boardwalk and wherever they went, you know, we, we were uh, shooting all day. And then uh, the evening ended with the cake cutting and a champagne toast out on that little uh, lip of a, a veranda around the Epcot Lake right off of, um, England and Canada, oh, sure. those little countries, and they had the fireworks and the champagne and you know the little, the little pieces of cake and I mean it was just it was incredible. I mean absolutely incredible. So yes, that that would be my favorite wedding. <laughs> I can but, see why. Oh my oh. gosh, so magical. I mean I, I can only imagine the feeling that the bride had as she stepped into that carriage that. You know, as a little girl, you think of Cinderella, and uh, that is your wedding day, and she got to have that exact wedding day. It was absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, it again, if you're ever invited to a Walt Disney wedding, clear your schedule, get on a plane, and go. But <laughs> maybe leave the kids at home. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, our kids weren't too bad. Um, sure. You know, of well, yeah, of our we have four kids, and it was the first two kids were fine so we thought oh well we'll go ahead and get a third kid you know that one was the party yeah. <laughs> so yeah but the first two are fine oh goodness yeah. well now i'm going to ask you on the flip side of this coin of a tell me about a challenging client or a challenging wedding that you worked um, anything stick out to you there oh yeah um Okay, well, when we were doing the bulk of everything in the 1990s, cell phones were still kind of coming around. Not everyone had one. Um, and this was before uh, people started thinking, oh, I should include maps in my invitations, which, of <laughs> course, are pretty much standard these days. And so we had one bride. Uh, this was actually a Tuesday morning wedding at 11 o'clock um, up in New Hope. And um, either New Hope or Crystal, probably New Hope. I, mean, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> she she sent us. She was going to give us the invitation when we got there, and we're like, okay. And she told us the name of the church, and she told us what road it was on. We're like, okay. So we looked up, you know, MapQuest way back when, <laughs> and we drove to the church, and it was an empty parking lot. And we're like, okay, did we just get like, you know? 
teased or something, you know, <laughs> and, um, and there was no one there. And we, we got there at uh, probably 9 a.m., 9.30, you know, to be able to set up and be ready for the wedding. And this one car comes in after about, you know, 20 minutes and the pastor gets out and we're like, is there a wedding here today? And he, he looks at us like, it's Tuesday. <laughs> and we're like, oh my gosh, you know? And so we're like, this is United Methodist. He's like, this is United, or yeah, it was like United Hope Methodist. He said, there's a United Methodist like two miles down the road, we're like, <gasps> you know, so we're already late and we're, you know, so we hopped in the car and we got to the right church. So yeah, there have been uh, weddings where, um, oh my gosh, oh, this reminds me of one. Um, oh boy. Uh, this was in Apple Valley. Uh, and I don't recall the year or whatever. I do remember who the people are and I will not say their names because they own a big business in the Twin Cities, but they had to change churches because there was uh, the church double booked or something like that or overlapped oh, double wow. booked or whatever. And the bride wanted the church all to herself that day. And they had a lot of um, uh, relatives and people, attendants, you know, guests, a lot of guests. And uh, she didn't bother to tell us about that. We even talked to the bride, you know, about a week beforehand to confirm everything. Yes, yes, yes. And everything was yes. And we're like, okay, we'll see you on that Saturday at whatever the time was. And this was before we even had a cell phone. Oh my gosh, I'm remembering this. Okay, so um, my husband was set to shoot that wedding. Um, and I will say the how we did a hundred weddings a year is at one point we had four crews going out every sure. weekend, especially. I mean, so we could do anywhere from one to 12 weddings a weekend. Um, yeah, so crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, this was before cell phones. And uh, he got out to the wedding and um you know i had an afternoon wedding so i was still at home and the the maid of honor calls me she's like where are you and i'm like well i sent john to blah 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 she goes we changed that church like you know months ago i'm like i just talked to the bride seven days ago and she confirmed everything was fine she's like well maybe the bride is high stressed and got got it wrong i'm like where is the wedding <laughs> and, yeah, and so then I had to, um, I tried calling the church that John was at, and um, there was no answer, because there there wasn't a, until a later wedding that day, and so I called the Apple Valley Police Department, because my husband is standing out in the parking lot wondering where everyone is, and so I had the Apple Valley Police Department travel over to, you know, and of course they're like, well, you know, this is not an emergency, so we'll get someone on it as soon as possible. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I mean, that's the one fear is a wedding person. You never want to miss a wedding. And so the police department uh, got over there, told him to go to a different church. So he gets there, of course, he's about an hour late, which is an hour into the pre-ceremony coverage that we were supposed to cover but you know it would have been helpful if we had known where the church was oh my gosh yeah I yeah. think we just take it for granted how much cell phones have changed the landscape of weddings I mean you tell me uh -huh. some of these stories and I'm just like 
I, how did even airport pickups work back in the day is my question. So this, let alone, it could have been so it been solved in a text message these days because no one oh. calls each other. But yeah. yeah, this is just, oh gosh, I'm listening to it being like, how did you troubleshoot that? That's just a bigger problem than exactly. what it would be. What it would be. Wow. Well, so, you know, it, as you think about your, your weddings too, and, and what are some of the biggest mistakes that clients make with their weddings? Obviously, communication to their vendors <laughs> is a big one, knowing this last story. Uh -huh. um, but what are some common, common mistakes? Um, okay, <clears throat> the biggest mistake is to invite, um, don't, 